you like movies that I'm here to say, then this is the show for you, okay? It's called the best movie to a Jimmy Allen tone, so don't touch that dial, turn off your phone. Grab a sweet song, mix up popping corn, from Rosebud to Laughter to Jason Bourne, Meryl Streep to Kirk Russell to Dennis Hopper, and don't forget, y'all. This is the chopper! Hello and welcome to the Best Movie 2 pod, the podcast that answers the question, what is the best movie to watch in any given situation? Our guest today is Davina Bentley, comedian. Hi, Davina. Hi, Beb. How are you doing? And as we were just discussing, there is no way to start a podcast without doing podcast voice. <laughs> it's the most irritating thing. <laughs> you become that radio too, like, oh, and Joe's texted in. She's having a great time in the garden. Keep the hits going. Yeah, you sound like a comedian who's only doing setups but no punchlines. You're like, isn't it funny how on sunny days it's sunny? Right there, Davina. <laughs> uh Every week we ask our guests uh, how many of the IMDb Top 100 they've seen, just so we can get a feel for uh, how equated they are with movies. What was your number? It was only 52. That's okay. That's nearly half. Yeah. I mean, look, just to be clear, the ones I hadn't watched were all the lame franchises, and the ones I had watched were all the obscure, clever, you know, old ones. Subtitles. So, are you a subtitle person? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she lied. Yeah. <laughs> no, I am. Look, you know, I like a pretty. You know, I like a pretentious film. I like, you know, I like my like my Haneke. Yeah, Jeff Haneke. Yeah, Gary Gary Haneke. <laughs> Gary Haneke. What's your favourite Haneke? Go on. It's probably um. I was about to say uh, hidden, but I was about to say it in French, and then I stopped myself because that would have been such a dick move. But um, I just I thought actually, you were going to say Funny Games just because that's the only Haneke. I love, that everyone I love knows. Funny Games. Or, or do you know? What? I don't think they do. Not the original. Like the US remake, I don't think did it even do that well. Oh, the original Le, Le Funé Game. Well, no, it's Austrian. It was Austrian the original, so it would have been Funé Game on. Was it? Was it shot by shot? Is that right? Uh, it, the trailer is shot by yeah, shot. Yeah, replica. It's so cool. It did a lot, but I don't think it was as good as the um, the kind of message that Gus Van Sant was making when he did the shot by shot Psycho remake. Did he? Gus Van Sant remade oh, Psycho, didn't he? With um, with who? who was, was with it Vince Vaughn? But who was um, who was you know uh... Anne Hesh? Oh well, my god! She maybe does that's look. The... That's really good casting. Like she does look like oh, Janet Lee. Janet Lee, there we go. Thank you. Yeah, uh, Gus Van Sant remade Psycho. Shot for su- shot as like a comment on why remakes are unnecessary. <laughs> that's kind of cool. So it came out and it was like critically derided. They were like, "Why have you done this?" and He'd used like a, the huge budget from a studio and got Vince Vaughn in as the Anthony Perkins character as the uh, replacement, and it was like a massive trolling of all these remakes that were coming out in the nineties. That's funny, but could have been done quicker. Do you know what I mean? Rather than making the film, we could have been like remakes are shit. They're pointless, aren't they? That's yeah, a quicker. It's Gus Van Sant. Gus Van Sant. Sorry, of course it is. Yeah. It also sounds like a really good excuse after you've made a shit movie. Actually, this was actually a parody of how badly this can go wrong. Yeah. So yeah. I'm actually a genius. Yeah, like, it was like a comment on bad films that I've made. So yeah. I think Peter Jackson, when he talks about the Hobbit trilogy in 10 years, is going to be like, do you see how I absolutely mugged off New Line Cinema there? Took all their money and wasted it on free shit films. Um, but okay, let's get to the arty farty of the IMDb. I'm going to ask you a few questions. Don't hit me. Uh, did you say don't hit me? I said, hit me. No, I said, oh. hit me. I said, oh, you better hit me. Let's All right, so these are, 
seeing as our uh, our topic this week is holidays, mm-hmm. uh, which of the IMDb movies on that top one hundred uh, would you go on holiday inside of? Okay, so I actually haven't seen it, but I know you're meant to have seen it because it is the book, and all screenwriting books talk about it as the. So it's probably Godfather Two, isn't a lot of it in like Tuscany or Sicily? Oh yeah, yeah. So so, and I imagine it's in some small Italian America as well. So also, I imagine in New York. Doesn't but, end well for female characters. Yeah, but I'll okay, I'll go as a boy. In, in this version, <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure I've got brown hair, I've got a temper, so can't I just be a Pacino? Yeah, just drinking. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> I'm yeah. so laughing at my own bad Al Pacino. I'm, like, I'm trying really hard not to say hoo-ha, Chanel number five. Why is your Al Pacino impression him saying Al Pacino? Which Al Pacino <laughs> movie? <laughs> Al Pacino! But it's in Chanel Center of a Woman. <laughs> If Al Pacino was here, I'd take a flamethrower to this place. <laughs> He's got a really bad tick. They actually <laughs> left out the scenes where Al Pacino and playing the guy in Scent of a Woman, um, he was just like playing with it and they thought it was too meta. Um, and then he tried that again in Devil's Advocate, but they wouldn't let him do it then. I love I love the angry Al Pacino era. I, I much prefer shouty Al Pacino over like the really soft Godfather Oh, you know, uh, I'm one of the world's greatest actors, so I can take my time. I prefer when he's really going for that Oscar. Isn't that different? Woman. It's, it's eight, isn't that like a, isn't that like a twenty thirty year difference in age? Also, we should say congratulations on becoming a father for the. Thank you. I didn't think you'd notice. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. I can't actually remember if it's Tuscany or Sicily. I'm waiting for one of you guys to correct me. It, it is Sicily. Is it Sicily? Oh, yeah. I do, I've always a, wanted to go. Yeah. I've never been. Oh, no, yeah. I, forgot, I, know, I have been to Sicily. Sorry, I went to Palermo. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, I completely forgot where that I'd been there. I'm trying to draw on holidays that I've been on, and I'm like, well, I've been to Crewe. That was more of like a layover because my train got stuck. That's where they send you. That's where they send you. It's the, fuck, <laughs> it's the Clapham Junction, isn't it, Crewe? What? How is Crew Clapham Junction? Do you because mean the it, Clapham it, Junction it, of the UK? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's totally. It's like isn't it connecting? So I don't mean just like there's loads of Australians and posh boys there because I'm pretty sure that's not the case. Do you know what I picked up on our stats this week? And 45 percent of our listeners are Americans. So what I would oh. say is, guys, get yourselves to Crew if you're ever yeah. in the UK. Crew, the Vegas of the UK. Oh, it's amazing. The nightlife there is just <laughs> wild. Uh, one of our, fa- I'm bringing back one of our favorite IMDb questions, right? Mm-hmm. Which of the IMDb top 100 would you throw ten angry apes into? You just got to throw ten angry apes into one Are of these movies. They, they'll probably do a murder, right? Those apes, they'll like rip everything apart. Unless your characters in there can stop them, yeah. Oh, fine. It is like Marvel. All of the franchises throw it into the Marvel universe. I'm throwing it into some Christopher... Although I don't actually hate Christopher Nolan. Like, I know we've talked about this a lot, but I'm throwing it in every... Except for Inception, because it's lol. I'm throwing it into every self-indulgent Christopher Nolan film. I'm throwing it into, like... He did an Interstellar, didn't he? And he I did. mean, Inter- Interstellar is made a lot better if you throw 10 angry apes. I think, actually. It's like Matthew McConaughey's floating around. If he's crying, looking at his... If you put put five of the apes with uh, Jessica Chastain yeah. and you're just watching them age on screen, so she's like, these five apes, uh, now they all died. Uh, well, he's also got five apes with him up on the spaceship and they're just wondering why he's crying. But also they're all angry. I and mean, also they're means... tearing apart the, the um the, the tearing the apart. Yeah. I think you've just I mean... invented Planet of the Apes. <laughs> That's... Like spacey, spacey Charlie Brooker version. 
And Planet of the Apes is in space. It's a planet. I, oh, you wrote the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> <laughs> but what planet is it? Oh, it's yeah. Because like, they went away yeah. and it came back. It's, you know. Do you know what? Your mom, what does he say at the end? Your monsters, you killed them all. What does he say? Uh, he said you, your you mom. did it. You blew it up. <laughs> Damn you, you monsters. Oh, you maniacs. Damn you, you maniacs. You maniacs. Mania. I only know that from The Simpsons. Um, <laughs> you know what we've got on here that we could ask, we could definitely add 10 Angry Apes to? Braveheart. Braveheart's 88 on the top 100. Can you imagine just as he's doing his speech? Mm. about you know and you can see a lot of the extras have got like a watch or nike air on mm. just as he's doing a speech about staying strong just 10 angry apes rip william wallace apart i think they should be jewish apes as well <laughs> should be jewish and black all the all the ethnic groups that he's criticized because he directed it and he was the main character i think that they should have extra skin in the game um <laughs> and they should be jewish <laughs> 10 jewish apes yeah absolutely and they could just let rip all right, Davs, the last uh, IMDb question before we get right into the sweet spot of our theme. Mm-hmm. Um, which of these films would you give the all-female remake a go, a la Ghostbusters and Ocean's 8? Oh, fuck. Um, so, sorry, it doesn't I... have to be all-female. You can just do a gender swap on every character. Oh, so I'm really sorry. Can I get it up again? No, absolutely not. Oh, I just want to have a quick flick. Quick flick, and right, then I want to have a look at the list. Oh, <laughs> that was a fun joke about masturbation. Are we going to leave that in? Yeah, probably. Okay, good. Sorry, Shawshank Redemption is woman. It's actually not a terrible shout. Spider Man, not interested. Schindler's List. <laughs> <laughs> Twelve Angry Women, and I play every one of them. Um, actually, that is probably quite a good idea. I think Twelve Angry Men, but as women. And are they women in the fifties as like random jurors? Yeah. So they like, we don't know what to do. Going. We don't know. We're like, we can't do anything without our husband signing for it. I'm going to call my husband and see what he says about the jury. Oh, it's like Catherine Hepburn style. Mm-hmm. The man is clearly guilty of murder. Yeah, the man did a murder. <laughs> I'm Catherine Hepburn. Yeah. Oh, in, do you know what? Impressions are going to, people are going to start messages being like, we want more of them impressions that are spot on. Yeah. <laughs> Al Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we get. Should we get knee deep into our topic today? That's disgusting, but yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so today we're looking at uh, movies that are inspiring people to go on holiday or looking for holiday inspo, as Ben said, because he thinks he's Gen X. What I would say, Davs, is I'm going to throw out films kind of set in jungles because I don't think any films, no film in the jungle has ever made me go, oh, I fancy going to the jungle. Like The Jungle Book. Anaconda. Oh, Anaconda. Yeah, I mean, not only are you under threat from, you know, a, bad, a badly CGI snake, but also John Voight is there. Oh, lovely John Voight. And John Voight is daddy. not, he's not lovely in nom, nom, Anaconda. Nom. <laughs> he he has like a really sexually assaulty leer that he does with every character. Like, even Eric Stoltz, he looks like he's going to abuse him while he's passed out. If you can, do you remember Anaconda? No, I haven't watched it since little, and it absolutely like. Yes, if someone said, really, mess. if someone said, do you want to, do you want to take a trip down the Amazon? Like, I think with films, it does stay in your head. Like, I, I don't like going in the water at all now because of Jaws. Like, oh, I won't go on, sweetie. I won't go on a holiday to, you know, Amity. Yeah. One because it's not real, but two, like any any sign of like 
there could be sharks in there. I oh. won't go in. And you were 30 years old when you saw Jaws for the first time as well. So that's yeah, it on shows my phone. how impressionable you are. <laughs> it, was, it was on my phone on the train. And I just turned, turned to someone next to me and went, oh, it's, it's quite good, go, this, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I was just turning to people going, da-da. <laughs> <laughs> Always makes me think of David Lynch when people talk about watching films on their phones. I love the idea. I, like, I, if I ever met Martin Scorsese, I'd love to say to him, like, God, mate, when I first watched Goodfellas on my phone <laughs> on a plane with a baby crying next to me, and I, I had to pause it five times, and I, I accidentally left it running when I went to the toilet. But, yeah, mate, 7 out of 10, top work. <laughs> Such a good film. Such a good film. And I had it in that little – I put it in a plastic bag and hung it in front <laughs> of the seat in front. So I really – you know, it's like being at the, at the cinema, Martin. So thank you. <laughs> You call him Martin and not Marty. Yeah, I call him Martin. I don't want to be presumptuous. I call him Skase Dog. Um, <laughs> what is there any films that inspired you to go? Like, if you saw a film, you'd be like, "Oh, I want to go there." I'm just thinking. I hate it as a film, but in love, I mean, so much rom com. Um, in love, actually, which obviously, like we know, is now very nitpick, <laughs> and as a 17 year old married to a 30 year old, like gross, gross. But Heart. I think. Like no, shut up! That is not. Yeah, now <laughs> yeah. you've got to cut it out. Um, it's but it's probably you know like uh, the place that when Colin Firth falls in love with that Portuguese child who cannot speak English and he cannot communicate with her, like dream girl. Um, oh, Tembi. Is that what she's called? No, no Tembi's a place in England. Tembi's a place in Wales, I, Jamie. Sometimes I feel like the um the the class differences between us are too much for our friendship to handle. Yeah, I feel like, like can our friendship surmount them. A lot of the places we're going to talk about today, I'll say about how I'd like to go there, and you'll be like, oh, I popped in there, and it was lovely. I did find out your first answer was uh, Sicily, which you have been to, but haven't watched The Godfather. I did read a book about the Sicilian mafia. I was only there for like five days. Oh, only. I, I was only in Sicily for five days. Wait, guys, am I being really thick? Did I go to S S Palermo's in Sicily, right? Can I just yes, check? Because otherwise we're just a lot. It, it, is it? it is. Oh, it fine, is fine. Yeah, I did go. Oh, when? I have been to Sicily, you bastards. We actually, we have two listeners who are in Sicily and they're going to be livid that you haven't remembered your trip there. And they're both in Mafia, so it's going to be... Fine, <laughs> so they're going to be extra... Um... But yeah, um, look, places like that. Love Actually places like, oh my God, that awful film with Russell Crowe and Marion Coutard. Do you remember? It's like so a good year. A good year. Oh my god. Oh my god. That fucking Berlus. Is it Berlusconi? That Berlusconi film with Liv um Liv Tyler, where she like gets a boob out and again she's nineteen. Ray Winston draws her. I'm being very mummish today. Oh, oh I'm again. Going. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, a Berlusconi film is what produced it's like him a very or? late Berlusconi film so he's probably a hundred when he made it a beauty I think you're girl. you're mistaken so, so Berlusconi do former I? Italian prime minister <laughs> Berlusconi I'm so okay let's find out let's figure out what we're doing here you know what's great I, and we can leave all this in Liv because Tyler. this is the ones where the audience are like it's fucking this i've got a feel it's, it's called like a beautiful house or a beautiful time yeah, we can't perfect. tell you because you're so far away from um but guys do you know what i mean it's Liv tyler it's um rachel vice it's the mum is Sorica, not Sorica Cusack, it's the other Cusack sister. The dad is Ray Winston. Like, I'm giving you the oh, cast. Oh, They're in Tuscany, probably. The house is beautiful. It's like heaven. And I saw that film quite young. 
She's like, it starts with her like writing poems. She's like an annoying American. She's like, Stealing um, Beauty. Stealing Beauty. And the director was? It was Berlusconi. Though. It was Bernardo Bertolucci. Oh, Bert- come on, Bertolucci and Berlusconi. Ben, could you please concede? That is a little closer. I want a verbal concession. <laughs> yeah, but one had bunga bunga parties. <laughs> the other one was just asking a 17-year-old Liv Tyler, do you mind whopping a tit out oh, for this film? That is, you're so right. She whopped one tit out and then the Italian love interest goes, it's, you know, it's disgusting when women, I like when women hide their beauty or just something really, like, horrible. Oh, wow. Really it's, mystic. That's like a blog. <laughs> What she so just to cover this, she she whops a tear out and the love interest he does that like hey you don't need to whop a boob out for me. Well he what he walks past Ray Winston is is drawing her so he can make a sculpture of her because she's such a beauty, and um the Italian who she ends up boffing is just like uh American girl showing her boob like no like it, it's sort of I think there's sort of you know. And this is the place you'd like to go to, just... The pool was insane. It had, like, a naked Rachel Vice swimming in it. And there's, like, a... Oh, it was so fit. I'm going to Google the house in Stealing Beauty. Could you both please Google the house in Stealing Beauty? Well, Do you got, Could either of you please agree with me? Do you remember no. the house in Stealing Beauty? I've not seen the film, though. It's like it's like heaven. An amazing yeah, it's in Tuscany, though. It's you, you did nail that. It's it one is, of them it is proper... in Tuscany, right? It's in Tuscany. Oh, it's got... Is that Jeremy Irons being so fit? Ooh, when she was 15? No. Uh, oh, no, thank God she turns four years 19. Old. She's meant to be 19. Okay, it's still gross. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, it's got Sinead Cusack and Jeremy Irons. Fine. I just want to find an image of the of the pool. It was like the most insane house. As oh, we were yeah. touching on Sicily, and we'll stay kind of in Europe, what about Rome? You ever attempted to go to Rome? Actually went Ryan to Rome was... about two weekends ago. Of course you fucking did. Oh, fuck. I sound like such a cunt, but I actually it was, it was like the worst <laughs> time ever. So um I had the worst time. My sister threw a big party and it was awful. The party was amazing, but the time was awful. Um <laughs> I know this is very like like, oh my gold shoes are too tight, but my gold shoes were too tight and <laughs> I had an awful time. Um, In my head it's just gladiator. And just in the Colosseum, just watching poor people kill each other. <laughs> just walking through so a wheat field. Than my sister's fiftieth. Um, oh, you twins? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. This is. Oh, do you know what? Where did they? It was it. Is it an Elstree? They filmed Overlook. Was the Overlook Hotel or the exterior for the Overlook Hotel? Uh, probably because Kubrick liked to film in London, didn't he? Yeah, like, yeah. Crew. Well, he liked to keep near his house, and the house is the house St Albans, right? So are you saying that the Overlook Hotel would be an ideal holiday place? Well, I, I grew up near Elstree, so, and actually it is, you know, it's nice around there. Oh, so just near a film studio? Near a film studio. Actually, I would like to, I wouldn't mind holiday in, in the actual Overlook Hotel because you get a bit of peace and quiet. Mm-hmm. There's no one around for miles. Mm-hmm. That just you and, is it Schmidty? Schmidty, no, Lewis. What's he called, the guy behind the bar? Is it Lewis? In um, who's the who's the bar? What's the bartender called in, in The Shining? Oh god, this is really going to Lloyd, you me and me. Lloyd, Lloyd, Lloyd. Thank you, Lloyd. Fucking okay, yes. Well done. Well done. That was a really good shout. Um, We're keeping liked, that in because I love Lloyd. these little victories. I've always like yeah, because when he goes to the mm. loo and then Lloyd hands him the towel. Mm. I would give my soul for a drink. Yeah, I do not. I'll go on holiday with you to the Overlook Hotel, and then we could dance to Midnight. You know yeah, that amazing song. 
all comedians ever want is just a little bit of time to actually write their show. Just and it would be great to just write, like, because my version of All Work and No Play makes Jack a door boy would just be like farts and poo. No, but that's your good <laughs> material. That's what he. That's like, the gold. That's, yeah. that's the gold. Your actual would just literally be the word fart and poo, fart and poo over and over <laughs> again. And then Shelley Winters finds it. <laughs> and she'd be like oh it's the best thing he's ever written it's better than anything jamie's ever done before you didn't let me finish darling farts and poo <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh. <laughs> the simpsons parody i know this is a bit of a tangential point but the simpsons parody of the shining is like so insightful and i saw it at such a young age i saw it i'd obviously i'd seen the shining i've got two big brothers like i'd seen the shining loads growing up but it always really scared me. But then when I saw the Simpsons take the piss, I was like, oh, it's literally explaining what it's explaining it. Mm. I, d- I don't think The Shining is that scary once you get older because it's more like a homework movie. Why? Because like, you're trying to work out like, oh, there's a tin. What does the tin mean? Oh, it's about Native right. Americans. Oh, there's a, is that what yeah. you're playing? Like, um, spot the, spot the meaning. Yeah. You're kind of looking at it as, you know, you're looking at it as constructed and not entirely. And also Kubrick was quite cold as a filmmaker, wasn't he? So I don't actually care if anyone dies in it. Like Danny's annoying. And poor old Shelley Duvall, who's been, been made to do 150 takes of smoking a cigarette. Oh, She's very really? shrill. And you're like, oh, God, shut the fuck up. Oh. Jack's annoying. You think, oh. has he been abusing the boy? Maybe. The only person you oh, like God. is Scatman Carubas. I, I didn't even know that was a... I didn't even know that was an option. But maybe that's because you've seen it so many times that you've just got no, oh, my God, who's that bunny man? And, like, oh, my God, why is this naked woman? Like, all the scary bits are maybe just done for you because you've seen them a thousand times. Oh, well, there you go. That's, I mean, name me another hotel where you might get a blowjob from a guy dressed as a weird dog bear. Oh, I thought it was, oh, is it a dog bear? Okay. I I get a bit confused with Donnie Darko, I think, that bunny face. (laughs) I do. It's kind of similarish in my head. I think they are similar. Well, then here's the big question for you and our audience. Who yeah. would you prefer doing Cunnilingus on you in a hotel? The bear from The Shining or Frank the bunny from Donnie Darko? I don't think I can say because because of my day job. But who would you rather? <laughs> Are you, you're not dressed as a bear during your day job. <laughs> it's just a huge conflict of interest <laughs> for me. Because that's my job and I don't want to be advertising other people, you know what I mean, doing my job. Like, I don't want to do myself out yeah. of a job here, Jamie. That would be so foolish. I think I'd go Frank just because he's such a pretentious knob, the bunny from uh, Donnie Darko, that, just to shut him up. Is he the what Does he talk about, like, the space-time continuum or just sort of, like, nonsense Christopher Nolan sci-fi? Yeah, it's got that really wanky bit where he goes, why are you wearing that bunny costume? And he goes... Why are you wearing that human costume? costume. And you're oh, it's like, so oh, well teenage. No, oh, well, well bravo. fucking done. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so, it's like um, there's certain bit. well, there's a lot of bits in Rec Room for a Dream where you just imagine a 15-year-old boy being like, what? <laughs> Mind blow. Like, yeah, did you ever think about like, it's just so Chuck Paula Nick, isn't it? One of my like, favourite things to say to a friend of the pod, uh, Hubert Meyer, is uh, the things you own end up owning you from Fight Club. Oh, it's the- one of them like, it's so uh, deep. But I have to say, I think about that line all the I actually thought that was a Marina and the Diamond lyric. But um, <laughs> oh, I did. I mean, I've read like Fight Club uh, and I, I read it when it came out and I loved the film when it came out because I was a teenage fool. But um, yeah, it's also Marina and the Diamond lyric. I think about it all the time when my room is like bursting full of clothes. Well, I, I like the Your point of Fight Club. 
you know, yeah. the, the whole message of Fight Club is never trust a woman because she'll come in and ruin your life. That's the main takeaway. Oh, it's and... not. It's the women love men with cum gutters. I think that's the, <laughs> I think that's the point of the film. You could be like the clever kid who went to Yale and is like ben, you... smart, but girls love cum gutters. I oh, think that, God. I mean, I actually don't find it in that film. But... I don't know if we can leave this in, but Ben, have you heard the term cum gutters? I've you heard it are. once and it was from, from you. Rick, it's from the <laughs> Jamie's the only other person I've ever heard use that term. I remember him telling it to me. From Rick and Morty? No, that's it's because how, how I've got Ben saved on my phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is they literally i think the rick and morty have a conversation about it but it is um it is just so vile shall we get back to the topic yeah sorry you yeah, but we talk about your favorite topic come gutters i'm sorry we right. have theme. well the, let's talk about places that uh i want to go on holiday come gutters i literally yeah. just said <laughs> I think that's on 5th and 9th in um, New York. Can you at least explain yeah. what it is as well? Because if it's going to be in this line, we may, okay. <laughs> if we don't sorry, cut sorry. this out, someone should at least explain what some gutters are. Jamie, after you, the doctor of, of the three of us. It's the shaping to the side of the abs of Brad Pitt in Fight Club. Fight Club, uh, Brad Pitt is so toned in that film. And he has a, like his low-hung trousers that you can kind of see down to his pubes. And the shape of the muscle below, or kind of going into the hips. I wouldn't know. I'm I'm fat. I haven't. I, I don't know. I've got like cum sponge. Weird that your mic went a bit odd. Then did anything change? Do you have anything else? On it? I got a boner for apart from us. <laughs> but it was like the mic couldn't quite handle it because you were getting so close to the mic talking about cum gutters. Oh, maybe I was getting too close to the mic. Is that better? Yeah, that's better. God, we're gonna have a fucking nightmare editing this I'm episode. Sorry. Back to the theme. I'm sorry. Weirdly, The Holiday is a film I would not like to uh, go on holiday within. You either go to LA or some fucking awkward place in... Is it like the Yorkshire Dales or something? I think it's the Cotswolds, isn't it? Some shit like that. I would go on holiday where Rufus Sewell was, wherever he was being a cunt. Isn't he a bad guy, though? Yeah, but he's also... He's a real handsome bad guy. He is. We really lost out on a bond, I think, with Rufus Sewell. I saw him. I... Saw him do a Beckett play, which of I didn't course. really understand. Yeah, that's right, that's right. And fuck me, he's like, it's so weird. Why he? Why isn't he? It's like him and Yoan Griffith. Like, why aren't they more famous? They're well, both Yo- like nearly. Yoan Griffith fucked it with the Fantastic Four. Oh, I see. Didn't he? Was it? Was he a rock? What was he? He wasn't the rock man, was it? He was Jeff Fantastic. Um, no, he was, he was Mr. Fantastic. That's his <laughs> real name. But then why can't, what are you saying that if you do a film like that, you can't then go d- do something proper? Well, if you're Chris Evans, you can, but Young Grufford, he, time just passed him by, didn't it? I mean, you say, you say he, he didn't get it. He was in Titanic, so he's, I think he's fine for but money. But the smallest part in Titanic, he literally went like, the iceberg's coming. He went like, I'm the Cockney, and that was it. I, I'd say saying that the iceberg is coming is probably a pivotal moment in Titanic. That was More important than that guy who bounced off the propeller. Yeah, but not as big as the guy puts his hand on the, you know, paints the French ladies and puts his hand on the, you know, the steamy window. But look, oh. we've gone off topic. We've gone off topic. <laughs> have you um, have you ever been to New York, Dabs? Yeah, I've been to New York. I, I haven't been for about 15, probably 20 years, but I used to, when I was little, I would go sometimes. Looking at films from like the 80s, mm. New York is terrifying. I've been to New York three times now. Big brag, you know. Yeah. No biggie. All right. I've done stand up there. Did I get paid for it? That does not matter. Did you um, have to pay? That is also an immaterial question. No, a comedy club in London paid for me to go to make sure that people we were going did not overdose on drugs. Um, but 
New York in the movies is has always been terrifying. Like if you look at uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, even West Side Story, which is a musical, people are getting stabbed left, right, and center. Like I think if you if mm. you have a purse in New York, you can't walk two blocks without somebody stealing it. True. I mean, genuinely, this thing you're saying about New York, that is correct. In the eighties. New York, my under- this is my understanding from like family friends, like my parents were in America for years and I met the friends who were from like Brooklyn, like working class Jewish kids. My understanding is that New York was fucking, like you couldn't walk through Central Park, like uh, irrespective of race, you were all fucked, like you were, it was fucked. Like New York was a really dangerous place to be. Like people didn't take the tube. No, the trains are always terrifying. What's the, what? But wasn't there a big? Um, they had some like mad mayor. Wasn't there some big fundamental change in the safety of New York? Giuliani. Is it? But I'm half remembering that documentary. Basically, I, I think it, it came before Giuliani. It was um, Dinkins. I think is that Dinkins who does like the big clear up and he's tough on crime. So he, I mean, it's not good. But is this is this right? I'm like half remembering. I think, I think it was. I think I think it was Dinkins. But I'm only really getting that from a tri called Quest lyrics. <laughs> I mean that's all the knowledge, but yeah, I think I think it. What's the fucking film got? Um, it's 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 driving me crazy. What's the fucking film? The Warriors. Thank you. I think New York really was like the Warriors. Mm. Um, the thing is, like, I, as much as the the war the like the world of the Warriors is terrifying, it would be really cool to have one of them little red leather waistcoats and kind of just go through New York, bopping around. Sweetie, you can do that in Liverpool. We can <laughs> get ma- you a red waistcoat. If that's the thing you want, we can make that happen. Well, I'd love to like bop down to a local gang and be like, the L20 gang come out to play. Eh? <laughs> Have you that- seen the Warriors? Yeah, yeah, but not for years. Not since I was like quite young. It actually made Coney Island seem pretty cool, which is like, that's a big achievement for a film. I thought Coney Island was fucking cool. No. People used to fucking talk about in 2004 was to Coney Island. It's probably because the asbestos was still flying around in Manhattan. I thought it was like, the, I thought it was like, it's like a fucking Lana Del Rey song, isn't it? To talk about like going to Coney Island for the day. I wouldn't trust anything that Lana Del Rey said in a song though. I only trust things that Lana Del Rey says in songs. When Lana Del Rey sang about video games, I oh, knew man. for a fact that she hadn't played Metal Gear Solid or Uncharted. Definitely it was all had. bullshit. Do you think? I, I reckon she thinks Tetris is the Rubik's Cube. That's why I'm coming in hot. That's my hot take on Lana Del Rey. Wow. Calling women ignorant on your podcast. <laughs> um, no, I'm calling Lana Del Rey ignorant because I um, don't put everyone together. I do. I paint not like, more. Not like you, you stupid woman. <laughs> <laughs> you silly bent. <laughs> I love how you've been dropping C-bombs all over the place and then you're like, oh, you bloody silly bent. But I do think... That not swearing, calling people rats and pigs is has much more power. Because I call mm. it obviously I call everyone a cunt, as do you. Mm. But um, I do feel like if you call someone a rat or a pig, or perhaps even a bint, that's more I think yeah. if you just put stinky little in front of everything, you stinky little rat. I thought you were about to say you stinky little Jew, and I was gonna be like, <laughs> Jamie, what have we what have we talked about before? <laughs> You're cry laughing. Let me talk to you, Davina, about New Zealand. Okay. Because I think Lord of the Rims, Rings is that Lord <laughs> of the Rims. We <laughs> <laughs> just said Lord of the Rims. Yes, Lord of the Rims, I believe, is filmed in, in beautiful New Zealand. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Lord of the Rings, right? <laughs> I'm not familiar, but I know Lord of the Rims. That is... Because that's you. 
Well, just them films alone have like shaped the uh, tourism around that country. Like that's insane that a film trilogy has actually brought in billions for their economy. But I guess it was all like it was all. It wasn't like Peter Jackson invented. I mean, my understanding is it is like I've never been. People say it's like the most beautiful place in the world. I guess he was just going here. Look at this place I'm from. It's fucking amazing. Well, then people have never been to Bootle Docks, but yeah, it's... Is that some kind of Liverpool preference? Because if I'm honest, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I just don't Do... want to hear it today, Jamie. You've never sounded more upper class than, is that some sort of Liverpool reference? <laughs> <laughs> I won't abide it. It's not today, not the day of my, not the first day of my period, Jamie. On this, Simply you come to me, you come, you come to, to me and you talk about Liverpool on this, you the day of my period. <laughs> about Bootle Docks. How dare... Oh, so for our American listeners, this is what posh people sound like. Um, but what was my point? Right, yeah. If you, can you think of anybody else that has been kind of the economy has been stimulated so much just because yeah. of how well a film yeah. has been presented? True crime documentaries. So the new Black Mirror is about, <laughs> there's one episode about this. True crime documentaries showing small towns boost the... um. Like there was this amazing one about a girl who died in a beautiful village in in um Ireland, very small picturesque village that was already quite well known. And then the documentary comes out, all the blowins come. Wow! Is oh. that the West Cork one? Exactly. Yeah. Also, didn't um don't people credit like the beach with destroying like Thailand beaches? Because now it was it was like this like remote area where very few people went to, and then everyone who used to go to Alicante now goes to Thailand and uh, just destroyed all the beaches there. I mean, I wouldn't want to go anywhere where people who talk about going to Thailand go, and that includes people who go to Thailand. So obviously that cuts me out of... I think it, as soon as somebody country. says we're going to a full moon party, I go, I'm going to move on to the next country on my little trip. Sure. Like, I'll skip that entire Asian culture to avoid you, sir. Yeah. yeah. I can Google it. That's the great thing about Google now. Yeah. I watch the beach. Do you know what? There you go. And that's the great... Yeah, yeah. Lovely book. Amazing book. Love Alex Garland. Like that stupid (laughs) sci-fi one he did with the fit Swedish girl. Loved um, loved the soundtrack. Ex Machina. Machina, Machina. Oh, um, I'll tell you you what. If if you're looking for holiday inspiration, you know, uh, the countryside in England, men. Have you seen Alex Garland's men? Oh, no. Is that good? I do think he's really interesting, Alex Garland. What's But who's in men? Uh, Rory Kinnear plays every single man. <gasps> Love Rory Kinnear. I've heard so it's much. Jesse. Jesse Buckley. Jesse Buckley plays uh, a lady who's uh, going through some trauma. Oh, mate, this sounds so good. But the problem is, like, we um, we went to see we went to see a film in the cinema, and the trailer for Men was up, and then just because of the title, it made everyone laugh because at the end, it's like men or oh, bl- bloody men. <laughs> Quite. Um, I, somebody once said I looked a bit like Jessie Buckley, so I like her. But also, she's an amazing actor, um, and I love that. Sounds fucking amazing. I'm going to put that top of my list. There we go. Because Alex Garland writes a thrilling book. But sorry to go back to what you said about Thailand. Um, I, I, I I hated that film. Hated it. And maybe it's the classic. Because I you hate Thai people. Uh, no, because I hate even then. I hated Leonardo DiCaprio. I hate. I hated everything about it. I hated the smugness of like I've discovered this thing. Um, the sort of it was not even white savior because there's nothing to even save. It just sucked. 
are we giving any points to the soundtrack? Like, I mean, I, well, I know sorry, Jamie's taste of music. Uh, I, yeah. sorry, I thought I said before, I love the All Saints, obviously. Oh, right. Um, it, I think she won an Ivan Novello, didn't she? Shazne. That's she, such a, a mad a like. It's a it's an Alex Garland uh, script. It's um. Oh God, who's the director? What? This is great because I can cut this out and I'll sound like I knew it straight off the bat. Are you about to say it's very North London? Because it is. Like in the book, he ends at the Swiss Cottage Odeon. That may be part of why I loved it because it was our local cinema. No, but, it's just, you'd expect kind of maybe like, you know, what? some cool indie band to do the soundtrack, not All oh. Saints. No, but it was such a... But the film wasn't indie, remember? Like the book was indie, but the film was like this... You know, like it's also weird casting, like this blonde, handsome boy. That wasn't the character. Like I know... Films are different to books, but like it does. I know what you mean. Are you basically saying it should have been like an indie film? Yeah. Do you like, think all, like off the track guy going to Thailand? Like, do you think the beach is improved if you cast a British actor? Yeah, yeah. yeah do you know what? It absolutely would be if you had. Do you know what I'm you saying? Have? Nicholas Lindhurst. Oh, shut up! Come Nic- on, do it properly. Do no, it properly. Ni- 1978. Nicholas <laughs> Lindhurst, really dopey Rodney. Idealized, <laughs> really dopey Rodney. No, but no, it's not. Come on, do it properly. You can replace Virginie Ledeur, that beauty queen. You can have her as an English girl, and you can have Leonardo DiCaprio, and you can replace the All Saints with an indie band. All what right, year, if, I do it, if, if I do it now, if I do it now, I'd say Will Poulter. Oh, sh- oh it's actually quite a good shout. Don't hate it. Don't hate it, yeah. All right, love that. Uh, 90s, 90s British actor. Oh God! Who oh, it's you, McGregor. It's you, it's you, McGregor. Yeah, sorry, McGregor. It's you, McGregor. Yeah, it's you, McGregor. Mate, that is such a good film. We've got you, McGregor. But who, sorry, who did you say the girl? You didn't say the girl. Uh, to replace the French girl with someone. Do you know what? I'm going to go with like what men does. You, McGregor's the guy, but everyone mm. else is Rory Kinnear. I really, fa- I don't know if I've made this plain. I really fancy Rory Kinnear. Okay. He listens to the pod. No, he doesn't. So, Daps, what what film would you recommend to people as, like, inspiration for a holiday, though? Okay, the obvious, absolute perfect one in the world. It's my favourite holiday destination. It's obviously Mamma Mia. Never seen it. <laughs> That's not true. Um, it is, it's basically filmed on an island, which I went to very briefly. And when I was there, I got to watch Mamma Mia. But I love Greece. And I love the film Mamma Mia so much. So it's a Greek island. Has it got that risk of I, I've not I've not I've seen Mamma Mia, obviously, mm. and the superior sequel, mm-hmm. Mamma Mia 2, Mamma mm-hmm. Harder. Um The Return you... Up the Streets. I think it's semicolon, <laughs> Mama's Back Harder, Mama Well Mama's actually, back, isn't it? Spoilers for Mamma Mia 2. Yeah. Mama Mama's not back, is she? Oh no, Jamie! <laughs> What an emotional moment. Stop it. I cried my eyes out in Mamma Mia too, but sorry, go on. The holiday thing. <laughs> Has it been ruined by British tourists who go, I want to go to the island from Mamma Mia? I don't think I was, I literally went there for, I think I was there for a day. It's called Scopolos, I think. I got a t shirt and a poster. But um, it was so, I think it's so, some islands are so like prohibitively expensive. But also, like, look, with the Greek islands, I think you just get like, you get, there seems to be, it's like anywhere. You can have the beautiful things and then you can have the really rowdy bits. Like bits of Corfu are like heaven and look like Mamma Mia. And then bits of Corfu, I once shared a cab with a boy who split his head open the night before, but he'd also lost his virginity. So, so that's, I think that existed you had your, Mamma Mia. This is like your Mamma Mia 
Uh, origin. My mummy origin story. Um, so I'm checking, right? So for me, yeah. holiday location. Yeah. First thing I'm googling, the uh, the author of a study could not identify any shark attacks which took place in Greece since 1981. So I'm happy with that because that's anywhere I go on holiday. First thing I Google is, am I going to get eaten by a shark? There's not been any shark attacks in Greece, so we're okay there. Are you not afraid of sharks? Jamie, you've got to get a grip of this. There is a bit in Mamma Mia. You've got to get right? a grip of this shark thing. There's a bit in Mamma Mia 1 where they all go and dance on the dock, right? Mm -hmm. And then they jump into the water and they're yeah, not near a ladder. It's horrific. No, and they all do this funny thing with their feet, don't they? Because they've all got flippers on. They all turn do you remember all the men go like Whoop! they turn their feet in and oh, then they do, do mean, a funny jump no 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 not the heterosexual no, not stag dude the entirely heterosexual yeah, stag yeah, dude. Is it. um that that should be a subplot that's in mama mia by the way because dominic cooper is playing that as a gay man you're so right <laughs> also i know this is like tale as old as time but and i know they went out in real life but she is so she's so beautiful even though she's playing a mad child and um they have like yeah, it's like they have no sexual chemistry. I know they're meant to be like kids; they're meant to be twenty, but like mm. the way they interact with each other totally is like a girl and her gay best friend. It's so mad that There's when no they vibing. when they come and do the second one ten years later, they they're like, "Oh, Dominic Cooper's fit. We'll we'll make him a fit Dominic Cooper." But he just plays a wet blanket in the first one. So if you if you were going on holiday, let's say you went on holiday to the island, mm. which while the things that were taking place in Mamma Mia were taking place. I would have my holiday room because I'd be trying to break that couple up. I'd be like, this is a, a wet blanket of a man and you're obviously a very beautiful woman. You deserve better. You don't need to worry because that couple is being broken up naturally by the actual plot of Mamma Mia. <laughs> but I would say if you'd go on holiday in Mamma Mia land, my mate, my question, and I don't care that I'm not meant to be asking you questions, is are you hanging out with like Christine Barinsky and Judy Walters, are you hanging out with Stock Skarsgård and the Sexy Boys? Are you hanging out with Donna Lynn? Like, who is your crew with the boring bridesmaids and Amanda Seyfried? Like, which of these crews are you spending your time with? I think we all know it's when they take that little boat trip around the island and it's oh, just the free what lads. A day. I mean, that looks that looks like something you'd see on a website, doesn't it? Yeah, because that, that would be... I'd be Googling shark attacks. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, okay... <laughs> But there is a bit where they all jump from the boat into the water and I'm like, this is a perfect holiday. You get a little bit too hot. You know when you're out in the sun yeah. and you get hot enough that you're like, I'm going to jump in the water for mm -hmm. a bit. That's my dream. That. I, I know I just said this to you when we were off air, but the scene where Colin Firth, he's like a very handsome, and I checked he's 48 when they filmed it, very handsome 48-year-old on a date with 23-year-old Amanda Seyfried looks so much like every banker on a date with his girlfriend. <laughs> like 20 year age gap, beautiful blonde child, beautiful brown head guy. And he's just talking to her about not having children and always wanting a daughter. And he's like, is your father here? And she's like, I don't know, is he? Just banker, just like looks like all of Mayfair on a Thursday night <laughs> at seven o'clock. Um, but there's weird, but yeah, that day is like the most perfect day. I actually wouldn't be hanging around with them. I'd definitely be with um, Christina Barinsky and Julia Walters. I, I love the idea, like, you know that they're doing shots in the day and having the whole we're on holiday excuse. Dude, Judy Walters is dancing on a table and jumps into Stellan Skarsgård, like, well, falls mm. into Stellan Skarsgård's arms. Although I read today and it really annoyed me, it may shock you because I'm in such a good mood, that, um, you know, when you're watching something on Amazon on the left, facts about the actors and all that shit comes up. Yeah. So it came up, I was watching the really good Judy Walters scene. And it says, Stalin Skarsgård gave Julie Walters HPV. 
I mean, I would. I would, that scene. I would take. I would take that all the live long day from Snows and Scars. <laughs> I would be so grateful if that was my time that I would. You know, I'd leave the planet happy with that. But on the left, it was saying, like, Dawn French tried for this role but ruined it because she can't sing. The creators of Mamma Mia said they wanted a funny, fat friend. (laughs) God, that is so depressing. I could just imagine a Swedish, you know what I mean, a Swedish, like, musical creator being like, yeah, we want someone funny and fat, you fatty funny. Are you you saying that there should be less roles for um, larger women in Hollywood? I just think the idea of somebody only, like, in, what, 2008 calling a character describing a character as the funny fat friend is pretty bad um and julie walters defined it because she's funny but she's not fat and um even though she can't really sing she's amazing that's why i'm making a call for the angry fat nemesis (laughs) that's what should be let's get rid of the funny fat friend yeah someone just full of hate but also full of biscuits at the same time <laughs> that's amazing yeah. i would t- but that but let's not have that person be villainous like ursula from um you know little mermaid let's have that person mm. surely be the the hero right <laughs> we've I gone off to- on such a tangent here yeah. also just before we completely go hpv is not lethal just so we can <laughs> you said that you, you'd happily die. Oh no, sorry. As in, if I leave this planet, I don't think I'm dying. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just confused. I was like, this world and my parting gift for one of this many strains of HPV from Stellan Skarsgård through vaginal contact. Ben, how many times have you said that? that? Ben, how many times have you said that in a bar in Soho? Did you know? And I saw this today that initially for the first one they wanted Cher to play Meryl Streep but she couldn't because of touring and then obviously she plays on Meryl Streep's mum in the second they have a three-year age gap Cher is only three years older than uh, Meryl what a world what does that tell you uh I think we should allow women to play the parts of any age because I'm an ally are you an ally to what women or just Cher I'm a Cher ally well, Sean Sean Connery was only twelve years older than Harrison Ford when he played his dad in Indiana Jones. Right, and he still I, made. He yeah. was a perfect dad, wasn't he? I don't remember him in Indiana Jones. I don't really enjoy the Indiana Jones films. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, hang on. Going back to your point, then, who would you yes. have cast as Meryl's mum? It's a really good question. If not, do you know so what? Actually, I love Cher. Wait. I love Cher, and I'm saying it is Cher. I just think it's interesting that three years. I, I get to me it says like shit man don't get surgery on your face because you will end up looking a lot older like Mer- i know meryl streep looks really good for her age who i don't think you want anyone better there is no one better than Cher. all right so that's what we're going with then we're going to go with mamma mia as the best movie to provide holiday inspiration thanks davina uh so have you got anything that you want to promote or push Yes, please. I want to push myself. <laughs> um, I always push myself. I am on TikTok and Instagram and I do silly, funny, not silly. I do serious <laughs> skits. I'm trying to not say to denigrate my work. Um, so please follow me on Instagram on Davina Bentley Comedy or TikTok. I'm on Davina Comedy. And I'm doing a live. Um, I do a thing called Binks and Hebrides, which is a parody podcast. And a live show is coming up soon and there'll be more live shows of that. And that's had a lot of complaints, hasn't it? Yeah, complaints of its goodness. <laughs> All right, well, cheers, Dabs. And uh, I think we've got you back in next week to uh, do some extended talk about one of your favourite actresses. That's absolutely right. All right, see you then. Bye, love you.